The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Why is this so important? Why did you pick this story? Why does this matter? This is the news. And why, 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 and why it matters. Hi, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Glenn, what was the top story for you this morning? The Monday? coming civil war. Okay. <laughs> Lighthearted. Yeah, I know. To start with today. <laughs> There's an info war going on, and apparently it's being mm. lost by Alex Jones. <laughs> okay, Pat. Is the president racist? We'll mm. explore that today. Will you let us decide? Like, no. The shocking victimization of those fine people over at CNN. Mm. All victims. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. Yes. All right, uh, Glenn. I think mine <laughs> kind of plays off of, of Doc's here. Um, in watching the the news of the weekend, uh, we are headed towards Venezuela. We're headed towards South Africa. We are headed towards real trouble because we have everybody calling everyone a name, no one listening. I mean, CNN, I have absolutely zero sympathy for them. I spent $6 million on security for me, my family, and this building for the last 10 years. $6 million, okay? Why? Well, because people were doing more than calling me fake news. People were calling me more than dumb. Or what were those? Cha- what were they chanting? Uh, CNN sucks. sucks. They were doing more than saying we suck. Did CNN cover it when my family was accosted in, in Bryant Park mm. in New York? Did they even care that I came there with two security guards and my family of four, and we just tried to sit and have a picnic and watch a movie? movie. We had to leave beforehand... The movie was going on, and my wife and I were still getting kicked and hit and thrown stuff at us. We got up to leave, and the crowd cheered. We came with two security guards. Within 40 minutes, we had to have six. Now, did they care? No. They didn't care at all. I actually care that they aren't harmed or injured, but it's going to require them to ratchet it down, boys, Ratchet it down and start, start, stop feeling so bad for yourself because we are headed towards Portland. Mm. It's going to happen. People are going to start doing stupid things and it's just going to set the whole country on fire because everybody's positioned to hold the line. I'm not compromising. You're the enemy. It's wrong. You're right. Um, and Brian Stelter over the weekend talked about this stuff. Um, it, it was just this bizarre monologue about how they're victims. Shut up. And yet, they keep doubling down on the anger and pushing people's buttons. How, how, Doc, let me ask you a question. What world do they live in where half of America is wrong? Right. I mean, and even if you disagree with them, these people are driven to be this passionate for a reason. Haven't you ever stopped thought, okay, well, maybe, maybe they're just... Good people thinking something different than I am. I mean, I've given that credit to people on the left all the time. I don't think most people on the left want to do bad. I think they want really good for all of us. They just have a different way of getting there. But Brian and some of the other uh, folks at CNN and some of the other people in the media, it's like hitting your brother or sibling in the backseat of the car and instantly screaming, Mom, they hit me. They lash out and then want to play the victim. At very least, stop playing that double standard. We have a clip of Brian, by the way, in his monologue. Don, State College, Pennsylvania, supports 
the criticism of the media. Don, you are on the air. Good morning. Morning. Uh, it all it all started when Trump got elected. Brian Stelter and Don Lemon from CNN called Trump supporters all racist. They don't even know us. Okay, let me just stop it right there. I've never called all Trump supporters racists. Neither has Don Lemon. So what this guy is about to say is predicated on a lie. I don't even know these Americans out here, and they're calling us racist because we voted for Trump? Come on, give me a break. They started the war. I see him, I'm going to shoot him. Bye. Oh. That's just stupid. No, it's stupid to say it's wrong. Do you really think the guy's likely going to do that or no. serious about it? No, of course not. No, you mean, you mean like the, the guy who plotted to kill a third of Congress, the Republicans out on the baseball diamond? You mean like that guy who exactly. worked for Bernie Sanders? You mean that guy? Right. No, he didn't sound like that guy. And the thing is, uh, Brian may not have said specifically all Trump supporters or even most Trump supporters are racist, but they do dance around that. He and Dom Lemon both. And there have been. Uh, Donnie Deutsch, douche yeah. to whatever his name yeah. is at MSNBC, <laughs> the one. he actually said that. He said, yes. if you support Trump, you are a racist because you're supporting a racist, somebody that you know is racist. So people have. I mean, I think we got to be careful, too, to not... It's not CNN's fault that people do this. Like, no. I, I, they, their coverage is bad. But just like it wasn't your fault if a if a crazy right-wing person uh, did something or if a crazy left-wing person got so angry that they came at you, it's not your fault. It's their fault, right? I mean, if someone, th th this guy, I mean, that is a really bad moment. I mean, that is not something that should happen in America. And we, we should call it out as, as completely wrong. Uh, but, you know, separately from that, like, their coverage sucks a lot of the time. <laughs> That's a real wait, wait, problem. Let me, come, let me go back to, let me ask you. You know, you can't say that they're responsible. I agree with that. The people who are responsible are the people who go out and get the gun, load the gun, mm -hmm. shoot the gun, or whatever they're going to do. Mm -hmm. um, those are the people responsible. <clears throat> However, what makes this so infuriating, I think, to half of the country is the non-stop lecture that we got yeah. for eight years. Yep. The nonstop, holier than thou, oh my gosh, we would never do that. Antifa, violent. No, Antifa's not violent. They're wonderful. Occupy Wall Street, they're wonderful. We didn't even see that one happen. For eight years, we got that. Mm -hmm. And now they're doing worse than anything I think I ever did. I at least. I at least made some people laugh. <laughs> um, they're not in Lederhosen. How are you going to take a guy in Lederhosen seriously? These guys are seriously saying, we could be dead by next week. A guy could come in and shoot. At least I got on with Lederhosen and said, media, and this, I said this, this includes me. If we don't start listening to people, we're all going to be dragged out into the streets and beaten to death. It's funny. He ended, Brian ended with a quote. I can't remember who it was, but mentions it's uh, going to be very soon that we will have blood in the newsroom. Yes. Good we gosh. And, and do, you, do you remember we had blood in the newsroom just a couple of months ago in right. Maryland, and they instantly went to it's yes. Trump so or divide. They tried to Trump, and it, and had, it had nothing, nothing to do with it. Do with it. Now, I, yes, that can I, happen, but I guys, really, guys, look at look what they just did in Portland. Mm -hmm. They just took ice hostage a federal agency they surrounded the biz the building they locked everybody up inside the the federal agency called the local police and the local police said sorry you're on your own <laughs> then they harassed and held these people captive 
and nobody did anything. Do you really think the people who will take a federal agency hostage have a problem dragging somebody out in the street and beating them to death? No. No. Uh, Stu, Infowar. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I info- love this cute little pun. I, it is. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate it. That's what I do here. Um, <laughs> Infowars, uh, Alex Jones, they are systematically dismantling his business. Now, uh, in case you don't know how we feel about Alex Jones, I think he's essentially the worst our society can produce as a person. Um, you, you might say, what about a serial killer? And I would say, that's a good debate. Let's have it. I think that's a, that's a good conversation. Um, I, he's terrible. Terrible for our society. Terrible, uh, a terrible uh, influence on so many. He has, um, he has done so much. I mean, a lot of the vitriol that was thrown to George W. Bush started with him. Started with I mean, him. Uh, it started, I mean, he's been universally terrible influence, I, I believe, on our. And country. can we say this? He's also not conservative. He's not conservative. The guy is nope. not nope. a conservative. Nope. He came into our lives partnering with people like Cynthia McKinney to tell yep. us how bad George Bush was. So to do the nine eleven truther thing. Exactly. McKinney was an ally in yeah. the nine eleven truther controversy. Yeah. And exactly. the also the George Bush blew up the levees. Right. In, New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, this has been constant with him. And so he decided to take his info war. I mean, the reason why it's info wars is because he was the, the war for your information. And he wanted to take that outside of the mainstream media. They're manipulating you. They're manipulating you. I'm going to take it right to the people. Well, he's fighting now. He didn't actually take it right to the people. He took it to YouTube and he took it to Spotify and he took it to uh, Apple. And now he's got these gatekeepers there that are able to dismantle his business. And it's really, it's a weird one for me because I seriously think he's terrible. But on the other side of this, it's like you have activist groups. And uh, my, my conspiracy theory about a conspiracy theory is that there's some sort of Peter Thiel, like not Peter Thiel, but someone in that role, a, a wealthy financier funding lawsuits against him at the same time. It seems to me that there is a systematic dismantling of his business. Now, his business is junk. It's a bunch of lies to sell male vitality formula pills. Mm-hmm. This is a terrible business, and I, I wish it didn't exist, but people want to buy it, and, and, and they should be able to buy it. And I, fi- I, I find myself in that weird position in which I think he adds no value uh, to the conversation at all. He's, he's lying to people constantly, in my view. Um, he's telling people things that are definitely not true. I mean, almost constantly. He's attacking people. He's vilifying them. He he's does all sorts of terrible things, but... Today, just in the last 24 hours uh, or 48 hours, uh, Apple uh, took down all of his podcasts. Uh, Spotify took down his podcasts. YouTube, after the show today, has now taken down his podcast. Facebook. Facebook took him down. Stitcher took him down. He has no voice. I mean, he has his entire business has been eliminated because of a... Yet again, another kind of so, like outrage mob, which, you know, again, the outrage is legitimate with him. He really has done really terrible things. But, I mean, I always think more voices, not less. I think Let it's us a safe decide. way to go. Let the free market decide. Yeah, this goes down to what well, I think what we're arguing over in America is, is this. There, are, there is half of the country that says, no, I decide to pursue my happiness I am independent, and I'm going the way I want to go. And the other half of the country says, you're too stupid. We have to control things so you don't put a lawnmower on the roof and try to you know, mow your roof. And that's the, that's the main crux of it. I believe, I, look, I, I have such little faith in the American people right now. I am at the lowest point in my faith of the American people. Oh. Would you agree? Join Would anybody club. else yes. want to join me? In fact, I, yes. I think they're right about people being stupid. <laughs> yeah. I just think they have a right to be stupid. Uh, yes. Right? Yeah. So, but I have this. If this, I used to be up here 
Now I'm about here. The bottom is here. And my trust in the American people is right about there. My trust in the government is down here. Okay? The government will never get it right. Occasionally, the people will. The people will wake up at some point and go, what were we thinking? It will happen. The gods of the copybook headings with terror and slaughter return. It will happen. Trust the American people. Let them decide. Let them hear all voice. Why are people joining the Nazi party? Because nobody's listening to me. Great. Let them be heard. Let them, vo let them voice their concern. Let them say what they feel. Well, it's funny to me, too, because, you know, I understand what you're saying is we have to make sure that you don't do anything stupid. But people who are listening to Alex Jones, I mean, the average person knows that Barack Obama wasn't, what was the latest? He wasn't, like, oh, raping uh, kids. Oh, shapeshifter. He was a shapeshifter for a while. He was having sex with 10 dudes a day. Yeah, oh, having, having sex with, with 10 guys a day. I mean... You don't have to protect us from that because we know that that's not true. I mean, the average citizen yeah. has yeah. the ability no, but to do You know what? Progressives, I don't believe that. I don't believe they think, oh, you know, people don't. They see this little small group, and that's part of the problem. You, the Internet has made it so we could join little groups. So we weren't nut jobs by ourselves. Oh, that's just crazy Billy lives down the street. No, now crazy Bill might have a thousand friends but they're all over the world, okay? But now Crazy Bill has a baseball bat online only. And so now Crazy Bill and his thousand crazy friends are beating people up online and they think, oh my gosh, it's a mob. No, it's Crazy Bill. He's always been in town. And it's just there is a thousand different towns where Crazy Bill lives. It's easy to amplify the voice. Yes. Now. Um, you know, and I think part of this problem here is, is organizations like Facebook acting as if it's part of their role to improve discourse in the country. That's not really their role. I mean, they well, can make it their role if they wish, yes. and, and they have the right to do that. However, their, their stated goal was a place where people could come together and share ideas and to find like-minded people, etc. Well, that's very different than being an asset and making sure that we all yeah. know how to be perfect angels online. Yeah, no. good luck with that. It's true. I think I think they could if they had a you know because people say to us all the time like, well, what Facebook's going to decide which is good news, what is good news and what isn't. Of course, it's their platform; they're allowed to do that. But I mean, if they had a way to just say if, if whatever group wanted to approve certain uh, accounts, like you know a uh, like an Infowars, if you had a chance to say, you know what, I would like to block all the accounts Facebook says is false. There'd be some portion of people who would want to live in that world. And you know what? Probably a lot of the ones that they wanted to tell me were false, like InfoWars, I wouldn't want any part to do with. They probably would be right for a lot of people. But if the people want to access that information, they're going to find it. You act, you're, it's a silly thing that you can keep it away from them. I mean, you know, he, he's got his own website. He's going to put his stuff on his own website now. He'll probably make even more money than he did before. And, you know, I don't think any of this helps. Just let people get access to the information. You know, if they ask for it, serve it to them. If they don't ask for it, don't. That seems like a, a really easy formula. And for some reason, they've taken on this. I, like Mark Zuckerberg wants to be this decision maker in this process. Let people just decide for I themselves. I actually don't think he does. I really don't think he does. I think he's getting. He's pressure. saying that. You saying he's lying? No, he's no. He's saying, look, I I don't want to be in the position of making those decisions because they're extraordinarily hard. I think he's getting pressure from all sides, in and out of his own mm -hmm. company. 
I think Mark actually knows this is really bad. Because he said it really bad. And I say what he said in front of Congress was more of like, we have a role here. This is our responsibility. It is Mm -hmm. on us. And that's where I disagree with him. Yes, I agree. I agree with you. All right. uh, Let's get to Pat's topic when we come back. That's a tease. That is a tease. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. Hey, it's Sarah Gonzalez. And if you like what you're hearing on this program, you should check out the Glenn Beck program. The podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. This is the news. And why, 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 why it matters. YouTube. Pat. Away. Tell us about your top story. Um, well, it kind of ties into the CNN thing. It's, um, it's, this, it's the CNN-driven narrative that Donald Trump is a racist because he called three black people stupid. Um, he has, since inauguration, called people dumb, stupid, or low IQ on several different occasions. Was it all black people? Um, no, it wasn't. And the fact is, there were more white people he called dumb and stupid or low IQ <laughs> than black people. I believe he may have called me dumb or stupid. Not low he, IQ. He may have. I would but say he with may have. 100% But definitely certainty. failing. Failing. Definitely failing. failing. With 100% certainty, he does not discriminate when it calls to he doesn't. people. And you know, what's, you know what's racist? Is to assume that just because he called Maxine Waters dumb, he believes all... Black people are dumb. He never she, said that. She is. She is very she dumb. Is very, <laughs> she is stupid. Now, there are black people that are stupid. There are white people that are stupid. There are people of every race that are stupid. <laughs> and because you call one doesn't mean you're saying all. And to me, you're exposing your own racism when you, said it, when you say it means that all blacks, he thinks all blacks are stupid. Mm-hmm. You've, you've got to be making that conclusion yourself because he's never said it. So, you know, what's amazing about him is that the media fails to look at the true things that are astonishing about him. I don't believe he looks at race and says, oh, you're black, so you're stupid. Oh, no. you're Jewish, so you're this. He doesn't. But I do believe he looks at people's pedigree. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. he looks at people's pedigree. He believes in what's called the racehorse <laughs> theory, which is eugenics 101. But he doesn't break that down by by uh, your race. He breaks it down by who is your father, who is your mother, who were their parents all the way back. Were they accomplished? Did they do something? Did they go to college? Were they smart? Because he talks about it himself all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm one of the smartest people around. I come from good, you know, good smart people. Well, yeah, and he <laughs> keeps bringing up his uncle from MIT. But that's what he believes. Yeah. He believes his children are destined to be better off because of him and his genes. Yeah. And if you insult him, he's just going to insult you back. Well, Maxine Waters insults him all the time. So he insults her back. And that's why he's insulted her through tweets like nine times. But there's only three black people that he's called dumb, stupid, or low IQ. There have been five white people that he's called dumb, stupid, or low IQ. Um, as as we can see here on the charts that we've been showing, um, from Mika Brzezinski to Lindsey Graham to several others, uh, does he mean that all white people now are idiots as well? No, those five white people are stupid so, in his eyes. So wait, the mostly conservative pundits and candidates, that's all him calling people stupid and yeah. dumb and low yeah. IQ? And mm-hmm. all white people. And they're right. all white people. And then, so, and then the blacks he is called dumb and stupid are Don Lemon... Uh, Maxine Waters, and lately LeBron James. Okay, well, is that proof that the man 
is a bigot or a racist. No, this is silly stuff. This is, and CNN should be better than this. Even the Washington Post came out, obviously, with, with that graph to show that he's calling more white people names than he is black people. So can we move past this? No. No, we can't. We no. probably can't. Well, I mean, I want to be fair. I want to be objective here. They, I, it's hard to say which came first, the chicken or the egg. I'm sure you know, we could argue that the media started this fight first mm-hmm. on Donald Trump. However, I kind of disagree with the way he's handling it. Um, he, tweeted, oh, yeah. he tweeted over the weekend. And oh, he handles everything poorly. <laughs> <laughs> he, call, like, he, called, he called them out again and called them, uh, you know, the that enemy they're of the, the enemy of the people. Yeah. And that they so, purposely so, cause great division and distrust. True, they can also cause war. They are very dangerous and sick. Okay. <laughs> it's Donald freaking Trump. <laughs> yeah. so stop. Delete, uh, the twi- d- delete his Twitter feed. Yeah. I've deleted it from my life, by the yeah. way. I don't know if anyone I mean, knows. No, no, no. I agree it's with that, but I'm saying so, he's giving them oh, no, more no, no, ammunition no. to no, say no, no. what they say. Absolutely. Yes, he but, does. But at some point, somebody has to be an adult. Mm. Somebody has to be the adult. I don't know if... I don't know I if anybody else is president of the United States, but it's not. Yes, it's not going to be. I don't know if anybody else is like this, but you know, when my kids, because they all learn how to play mom or dad at a certain point, and they know how to push the buttons, and the other parent needs to look and go, just don't respond, don't, don't, don't. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever done that as yeah. parent? Yes. Yeah, my okay. wife does that a lot to me. Right. Okay. <laughs> That's what the press needs to do. But they won't. Because they are just as much as a crybaby child as he is. Mm. Mm. I think we'll uh, leave the segment there. We'll be back in a minute. Am I wrong? No. 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 They just. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe. Let's continue the lighthearted conversation about the coming civil war and uh, what's going on in Portland, Glenn. Well, you know what's amazing is, uh, again, this goes to the press. Look at, look at what has happened in Portland since June, was it June 2nd, I think? Um, they went in, Antifa, they surrounded the ICE headquarters, they, uh, they trapped the people inside. These are federal agents. The federal agency then called the police. The police said, sorry, can't help you. The mayor made a statement and said, if you want me, if you're thinking that I'm going to get involved in an agency I think is out of control, you're barking up the wrong tree. These people were held hostage in that building until the federal police, federal authorities had to come in and release them. Do you remember seeing that on TV? No. You remember? I don't remember seeing the the door broken down or the trucks arriving or how they rescued those people. Didn't see it. Didn't really see anything except, oh yeah, they're taking some ICE headquarters mm-hmm. over. Not what it, actually. It was written happened. up like it was just a protest yes. outside the building. Yes, they're protesting outside ICE in Portland. Yeah. Well, it was a lot more than that. Yeah, it was they a are, lot more. They are costing people on the street. Yeah. Um, the sewage that was. Everywhere. Oh, they acted like animals oh, outside. Animals. Animals. Yeah, they're still cleaning up. Yeah, yes. they crapped all over the place, out in the open. Needles are everywhere. Human waste, feces, it smells like urine. It's it's they apparently... were threatening, they threatened they they closed one one, you know, food cart, threatened this 20-year-old girl who was working it for her family. 
um, threatened the neighborhood because a guy in a wheelchair was like, look, you're blocking access. They, you know, they took him out of his chair. I mean, what are you mm. doing? I'd like and there's see, nothing. I'd like to see about 100 tweets about that before one about LeBron James. If you have the sort of ability that Donald Trump has to, to, to set the news cycle, why wouldn't you focus people on something like this? Here's a policy that the Democrats are adopting. They actually want people to think of them as the, as the party to abolish ICE. This was, this is their, these are their troops. This was funded or, or supported by the Democratic Socialists of America. So it's a gift. That's a gift. Yeah. And no one is covering it. Donald Trump is not talking about it. And I'm telling you, we are, we are one bad shooting or assassination attempt away. If, if what happened in, uh, in Virginia a year ago would reverse, and it would have been the Democrats that were shot, if that would happen today... I think you'd have an actual civil war on your hands. Well, and I would like to point out, uh, you know, we're talking about what's going on in Portland, but it's trickling around. It's not just Portland oh, that, that this is happening. Um, over the weekend, I believe it was, Candace Owens and Charlie Kirk from Turning Point were in Philadelphia, and they were literally being just, they were followed by Antifa, and they were uh, throwing drinks on them. They were yelling at them. Uh, I think we have a clip. Watch this. <laughs> I mean, these people were trying to have breakfast. Unbelievable. So, you know, I get it. That's not, they're not, they're they're not shooting them. But at some point it's going to bubble over. Versus the whistle. I think I'd take the bullet, the constant megaphone in there. (laughs) Oh, I would be infuriated. What what, what do people do? You know, here's, here's, here's the people at CNN who can afford security. Who can afford security? These guys can't afford security. No. And, and okay. by the way, this was nowhere on CNN. I know. That story was there, Nobody's going to report that. Nobody's going to report that. They, because CNN and the press did not care about SEIU coming and beatdowns on people who were Tea Party people, who were there peacefully. Do you remember the beatdown in, in St. Louis? They didn't care. They don't care. And it, and it really stems from, I, I'm sorry, but I, I can't get past the political writer, and I know he's a conservative or a Republican, who said, uh, you know, these are garbage people. That says everything to me, that these people in New York, Washington, D.C., Los Angeles, they see people as garbage. They see people as garbage. They don't care. They've got to, we have to see them and who they are, but they make it very difficult. And they have to see us and say, guys, this can't go on. We have to talk. Well, look at the reprehensible, despicable things that um, that uh, the New York Times uh, employer, Sarah, Sarah Jung, Jung yeah. look at what she says about white people. They couldn't care less. Nobody's talking about that. They don't care that well, she hates white people the way she does. The black girl there, Candace that was Candace, Candace Owens. Owens. Owens actually turned around her tweets and made it about blacks and Asians, and she got taken down immediately by Twitter. <laughs> she was suspended. They did say that was a mistake. They did say. So. It took them 12 hours to figure that out. It took them about two minutes for the algorithm to catch her, <laughs> and then it took 12 hours to put it back and say, oh, yeah, oops, okay. 
It, it, but the, the thing is, at least we have a Candace Owens, who's the only person really on the, on the right who could get, get away with that because she's black, yeah. fortunately. Had that been a white person, I'll bet they'd leave it down. They would have completely eliminated that Twitter account. Yeah. Uh, speaking of white people, let's talk about Richard Spencer. Oh, Richard Spencer, yeah. Uh, actually, Glenn, too. Uh, Glenn, you saw the Dinesh D'Souza movie, which came out this weekend. Uh, made a couple million dollars in, I think, only a thousand theaters. So, decent performance, especially mm-hmm. for a documentary, which yeah. uh, most Dinesh is going to be on radio with us tomorrow. Yeah, in studio, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, he had a segment in there where he actually sat down and talked to Richard Spencer. And it's, it's been an interesting conversation we've had over the past Fantastic. Uh, couple weeks where, who do you, you know, do you talk to these people? Do you get them out in the open and get their views, uh, you know, out there? Or do you try to ignore them? Uh, Dinesh was like, you know, let's go talk to uh, to Richard Spencer. And one of the parts I think is interesting is about is he act- is alt right really right? Uh, as we've been saying forever, it's an alternative to the right, right? It's not it's not an alternative version of the right. It's an alternative to the right. It's left. <laughs> Uh, and he, he, we have a, I think we have a clip. Uh, yes. We have a clip of uh, Dinesh D'Souza talking to Richard Spencer. No individual has a right outside <laughs> of a collective community. You have rights. Not eternally, or given by God, or, or by nature, who, who or whatever. gives them to us? You have them because you're a part of this community. Ultimately, the state gives those rights to you. So the state is the source of rights, not the individual. It simply is. What, what would be your take on, say, Reagan? I do not think that he was a great president. Who's your favorite president? There, there is something about uh, uh, Jackson. There's something about mm. Polk as well, someone who only served one term. But I mean Jackson and Polk, as you know, both Democrats. Uh, party, I mean, party is just the, the vessel that, that one uses. I mean, I mean, Jackson's the founder of the Democratic Party. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson was wow. the biggest racist wow. that almost killed the republic. I mean, there's a guy who really did try to ethnically, ethnically cleanse right. the country yeah. of, of Indians. Native Americans. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to talk to Dash a little bit because, I mean, his, his, his thesis of his movie is obviously very pro-Trump. Although Trump loves Andrew Jackson. Trump's mm-hmm. favorite president is, is at least as... No, it, that, it's, it's more of a Steve Bannon, Bannon thing. Bannon, it's more of a Steve Bannon, Bannon thing. Yeah, I, I think, don't think so too. Trump he, even knows who he is. He did. He did. <laughs> he did mention one of it, a book about him as one of his favorite books. But who knows what that stuff? That is. one piece though about community. No, that's that's what that's I wanted to focus on. The center of no, he goes of all on. of their flawed thinking. He goes on. He he talks about he doesn't believe in the Bill of Rights. He doesn't believe oh my in the gosh. Constitution. He believes in government health care, government jobs, all of it. Yeah, wow. they're, they're pro. Uh, remember too, they're also pro-choice. They're also for a universal basic income. Yeah. This is not a right-wing group. Yeah, socialism, socialism, communism, yes, national, national socialism, socialism. right? Nazi. <laughs> wow. And it's like it's amazing that somehow it's just like it's the same thing that pisses me off about the Alex Jones thing. Somehow we get the responsibility for these terrible people that have nothing to do mm-hmm. with the way we see the world, and I, it's it's really frustrating. Dinesh in the movie makes a really good case on how the um, the how the right how the left endorsed fascism and communism and then soon as that became discredited they just said well we'll just ride with communism let's push national socialism onto their plate and so they pushed national socialism the, at the end of the war is when they got together and said make that right before the war they were fine they were all like i don't know it's communism or national socialism they're both socialists so i'm not sure which one it is so was the movie more frustrating or more fascinating? Fascinating. Okay, because I need more. I don't think I could take frustrating. No, no, right no. Now. This is fascinating. Fascinating. I'll yeah, see. Fascinating. Okay.
Because it's, I mean, obviously the, the way you're going to bring people in, I think, is, is, you know, you're talking about sort of the Trump angle and how it relates to today's news, but it's really more of a history. If it's look Did at you history, watch it? Did you I haven't seen, seen it yet, but oh, I've, just, I've seen it. It's about seven minutes of stuff where, you know, and Trump is Abraham Lincoln. You're like, no, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, you know, that's about maybe seven minutes of the movie. And, and Stu said, you know, it's like what, closer to George Washington, it's really, the, don't you it's think? The, uh, and that's what, you know, that's the candy that brought everybody in. But man, when he starts really talking about history, Dinesh knows history and he's told it really well. And he's making a, I mean, if he would have taken the Trump stuff out, I think I could have brought any of my friends who are liberal to this and said, sit down and watch this. I mean, I really could have. Because he ends and begins and ends with Trump as Lincoln. Mm. My friends would be like, okay, I can't. And it, dis, it would discredit all of the middle, and that's too bad because the middle is absolutely accurate, mm-hmm. not Amazing. opinion, and very clarifying of where we are. Yeah. Uh, quickly, Doc, you said you couldn't take anything frustrating right now, so I'm going to give you something really frustrating. Okay. The new Parkland report. That yeah, so a report comes out that was um, commissioned by the school, the school system, that said what happened, what went on with this mass murder that shot up Parkland um, Marjorie uh, Stoneman Douglas High School. And it turns out that uh, the school made a couple of mistakes in this kid's past. So when he was a junior, about a year, a couple months before, like 14 months or so before the shooting, he had spoken with them and said... Um, I, I need to know what my options are for education because he's having some troubles, right? He'd been in trouble consistently, and they had reports all the way back to the age of three that he had some issues. Mm-hmm. And they gave him three options. They said, you can keep going to school here at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Um, you can transfer to another school. I think it's Cross Creek, but it's one um, for people with disabilities or any special needs. And he would have been able to get some counseling there. Or you can sue us. For, for services. Well, the truth is, he could have gotten those same services at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. He wanted to stay there at the time and get counseling. And they didn't offer that as an option. So he goes a couple more months, finally says, fine, I'll go to the other school. I guess, realizing he needed some sort of help. He's asking for the resources. He's asking for the resources, and they just never followed through to send him over there then. Mm. So the school, although he is responsible, there were stops and things they could have I done. Like the you, this is why this became the the uh, the iconic movement because everyone mm-hmm. in this system was dirty. Everyone had failed in their own position, and so when the media came and said it's the gun. All of the people no. that were involved went, yes, it's the gun. Right, because this was maybe the most preventable tragedy of, of its kind. Of all of them. Of all time. Yeah. From and the of age of three, every step. And remember what all the kids said, and a lot of the counselors and teachers, as soon as they knew the shooting started, people were, they said it was him. Yeah. Everyone knew it, his history. And isn't it amazing that <clears throat> those kids will probably never come to the conclusion that I think is right, that they were horribly used by Everyone in that system. And the families. The families. Everybody was, you know, if I were a dad in that system and I saw the multiple failures of the state, of even just the FBI, the sheriff's department, the school, the the superintendent, all of those people. The media and using the hog kid. Yeah. And I saw all of these things happening. And then I saw the media come in and I saw all of this. I would be so outraged. Because you people all just tried to protect your job. 
Mm-hmm. I know who they are. I know who they are. But you threw in so we wouldn't find out. The superintendent had made it sound like um, he wanted help after he'd turned 18 and wasn't eligible or he'd already dropped out mm-hmm. up until this report. The time frame is early February, he finally said, I've ha- of 2017, I've had enough. He <clears> drops out. Three days later, he buys the gun that he used. Unbelievable. And one year later, because that was February 14th of this year, he goes in and kills all those people. Are we mm. sure it wasn't Dana Lash and the NRA who stopped him from getting it his resources? It may have been a little bit, okay. Okay. A little, but okay. I'm Can not sure. Can I ask you a real quick question on the NRA? Do you guys believe the stories that the NRA is, is struggling with money? No. no. No, I frankly do not believe no. them. Okay, so that is, that's not the NRA saying that, is it? I, I think it is. I heard it was, that it was them saying that they're in financial is. trouble because of the regulations mm-hmm. that have been put on some states. It's interesting. I mean, I guess, I mean, look, a lot of organizations that are raising money say that they don't have a lot of money. Kind of a standard uh, fundraising technique could yes. be partially that. But, I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to put that on the NRA. I mean, I, maybe that's not true. Maybe they are. I mean, they did get hit with a giant fine. Um, but seven million dollars to the NRA doesn't seem. No, like it's not it. the seven million dollars. It's the, it's the hit now that they're taking where they can't sell the NRA insurance and things mm-hmm. like that. So it's the constant that they're just hitting their base, you know, of of people who have that insurance, which is income coming in all the time, over and over again. And not to tie it into the thing that we've been talking about since the beginning, but it's it's the same thing. They're trying the same approach with. Alex Jones that they did here, right? Like they're constantly going after and just constantly pecking away at the edges of, of these businesses. And I mean, I, you know, I, I, I just, just don't watch. If you, if you don't donate to the NRA. I mean, I, I just don't understand these people who go on these jihads to try to stop other people from earning a living. They and don't trust people. No, they don't. That hog kid was uh, protesting out in front of NHR and NRA headquarters over the weekend oh, yeah. and registering people to vote. With armed guards. With armed guards, which mm-hmm. seems... Um, Hypocritical. It sure does. Doesn't it, though? Did you see the picture of him with the lady who climbed the Statue of yeah. Liberty? Yeah. Oh. oh, that's one of his big inspirations, right. he said. But the her, her was, issue is ICE. Yeah, and her, right. her issue is America. She hates yeah. America, as she shouted. America is full of MFers mm-hmm. um, and some other she very... She climbed the Statue of Liberty. You don't remember that, The Fourth of July. Yeah. Were you on vacation? I was yeah, on vacation. Was. She climbed oh. the pedestal and the feet. They had to take her down. Mm-hmm. And it was an abolish ICE pro- uh, protest. Get rid of ICE. She's from the Congo. She immigrated to America legally, from what we can tell. Hates it. But now hates America and mm-hmm. stands against it. Go back to the Congo. Right. Or how about just Thank stay you. on the Statue of Liberty? Mm-hmm. Why did we get her down in the yeah, first place? I mean, She's the one who climbed up. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you get a chance, and I'm going to tweet out a link in a couple minutes to the story, uh, the video of her saying MF America and all of this stuff and saying you're mm-hmm. racist and KKK, watch her attorneys behind her. Because when they walk out at first after the courthouse appearance, they're like, I'm good, like this. And she's there, ah, she starts screaming and they're like this. And she goes, MF American. You, you realize <laughs> they know they're on camera and this is looking really bad for us. Oh, Hilarious. Oh awesome. Gosh. All right, it's that time of the show. Uh, Blaze subscribers and podcast listeners, remember to tweet us using the hashtag TheBlazeY. Uh, Marlene wants to know, I know that you've said this before, but I want to make sure to answer her question. When is your new book coming out? <laughs> That's a great question. I asked the same thing this afternoon. So I am. Uh, <laughs> oh, is there a story? Well, yes, there it? is. I'm trying to de- de- delay it. It is. This is the. Uh, I don't want to get into it all. Uh, I was, one day, there's, an for you, one day there's going to be a book 
about the writing of this book, <laughs> what it took to get this book out. Um, but it's supposed to be September 18th. We'll see. Okay. Well, and one more. We, we are starting a new poll of the day here on the show. Ah. So uh, those of you who are active on social media, you can go to at the blaze on Twitter and Facebook and answer this poll question. Today is, do you agree with President Trump that the press is actually the enemy of the people? So head on over to the nuance and, and the press. Yeah, I mean, let's not say us. all the press. Not us. And we said fake have... news press. Yeah, but which one is that? All right, well. Stumped. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Well, can, how, did, how would you call? No. We're out of time. No. No. Out of time. No. 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 But you're, I guarantee you. Like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.